You're listening to Don's Pinball Podcast. Thank you very much, my good homie Ryan, for that intro. I love it. I'm getting the mileage out of what I paid you, dude. What is this? Am I allowed to do two podcasts in one day? I'm all about breaking those rules, breaking down those barriers, and breaking this news. Can you believe how this Monday has started? I had an avalanche of things to talk about, and then it kept on dropping. So we're going to get into all of that, and at some point, I need to actually review Godfather. Do you guys remember that game? But first, the news is going to drop. Can we hit it? Oh, man. Pulp Fiction finally dropped. We've been waiting all afternoon because we heard Monday was the day that we were going to hear more about this Mark Ritchie designed pinball machine celebrating 1994's Quentin Tarantino hit and the movie that formulated a little bit of my adolescence. And it has dropped, and I've got information. Let's get to it right off the top. If you haven't heard anything about it yet, let's go with the price. First off, two versions, a special edition and a limited edition. One will set you back 7999 Royale with cheeses. Uh, the limited edition version will be $1,500 more at $9,499. Does not include shipping, so that will be distributor dependent. But I've already seen uh, quotes uh, for prices under 10k delivered and everybody is out there on the distro ad facebook stream sending everything everywhere so if you need one you've probably been already slapped in the face by five different distros go get you one if you want by the numbers there will be 1000 of these limited edition versions so the pictures of the play field are out there. The review trailer is out there. It's on YouTube. It breaks down, you know, some of the shots, but basically lists all the mechanisms and toys contained within Pulp Fiction Pinball. Now, there's a little story on the Chicago Gaming Company site. They're the ones that are producing this game, which was, or are actually putting together this machine produced by Play Mechanics, which heretofore has been unconfirmed, but is likely Raw Thrills' new pinball arm. So there you go. Is this going to be a one-off? Is this something that they've decided to jump headfirst into and we now have another company? Time will certainly tell. The story, though, from the website states that Quentin Tarantino, Mr. Pulp Fiction, Mr. Hollywood movie star, um, wanted a Pulp Fiction retro-inspired machine for his home. And so this is kind of the product of that, or at least that led to a commercial product now being available. What are you getting with this thing? Well, I'll go over the shots and layout here in a little bit. Let's cover who designed this thing. So Mark Ritchie, you know, brother of Shao Kahn himself, uh, he was known for doing big guns, taxi, police force back in the day so uh, his experience on prior games fits the mode of what this is supposed to be now initially we were thinking this was going to be uh, as if this game came out when Pulp Fiction came out in 1994 more like the uh, dot matrix display era of games um, but apparently they wanted even earlier an 80s style pinball machine maybe the type of pinball machine that would have showed up you know in in the back of that club where uh, Bruce Willis was getting the pack of red apples you feel me with Marcellus Wallace there and everything maybe this was the game that would have been back there in the corner you know something that came out about 10 years earlier um i'm just trying to tie it together um who's doing the uh what have i got 
There it is. Sounds David Teal. Um, he's done tons of games before in the past. Uh, Josh Sharp is on rules, a competitive pinball player extraordinaire. And uh, Scott Pikulski is on art. He's done some dot matrix displays for video games in the past. So these guys, Mark, David, Josh, and Scott are responsible for throwing this thing together. Um, what do we got going on uh, with Pulp Fiction Pinball? So both versions will have essentially the same play field, the same play field sculpts. There's really just embellishments in this case that you're getting uh, when you go from that standard edition or special edition to the limited edition. Uh, they're going to have full sculpts. All right, I've seen the sculpts, and they're in the review trailer of Jules, Vincent, um, the Royale with cheese sitting up there with a bite taken out of it, um, and the watch, the watch that was kept in a very uncomfortable place for a number of years in a POW camp. If you watch the movie, you feel me, right? Um, limited to the limited edition, okay? The main thing you're getting with this LE, because the whole both of them have the, the chrome-plated door, the die-cast chrome-plated coin door, uh, the chrome accents, but you get the topper, and the topper's the main thing that you're getting here. Um, it's uh, the, the outside facade of Jackrabbit Slim's ringed in LEDs uh, with a couple of vehicles in the parking lot with working headlights. The whole thing lights up and flashes, and there's two plastic mannequins of Mia and Vincent that dance around. I guess it coordinated with the game and the machine. In addition to that, if you spring for the extra $1,500, you're going to get a chrome speaker panel. Hard to put a value on that, and the standard one looks just fine as it is, but you will get that extra little embellishment. Uh, shaker motor, mirror blades, those, you know, if you want to install them so yourself, they run about $100 each. Uh, there's a bad mother flipper wallet. So the wallet that belonged to Jules that he whipped out at the end of the uh, uh, movie there in the diner said uh, bad mother whatever on it. So there's uh, that will be kind of the, the metal embellishment in the apron or down there on the lock bar that will have your addition size number in it. You know, did you get number 200 of 1,000 or whatever? Uh, so you get that. couple more things. Uh, they're throwing in a promotional banner. Hopefully that's a full-size one for the wall and a uh, certificate signed by the designer. So uh, attribute the value to that, which you will. So for $1,500, you're getting about 300 bucks in parts plus a banner and the topper. And I really think, you know, the topper is where all this money's going. Um, limited to a thousand. That's still a pretty good size uh, run. So if this is going in your home or you really have a soft spot for this movie to put in your bar, I think that's the version to go for. I've been seeing with the distributors that I've been popping around on, they're asking for $1,000 deposits for either one. So, um, you know, send your thousand bucks now if you want to secure one of these. I don't think securing a standard edition on its face would be too difficult. However, this is Chicago Gaming Company, and there are a lot of people that are still waiting on their orders of Cactus Canyon, both the LE and SE Plus. But don't worry, uh, faithful listener, because there is now a deposit deferral program. So I went to the uh, Pulp Fiction site on Chicago Gaming Company's uh, uh, page. And scrolling down there all the way to the bottom, there's a, a link to, that'll take you to the rules manual, the feature matrix. But right between that, there's something that says deposit deferral program. And so what this is, is a way that if you're still waiting on your Cactus Canyon and your $1,000 has been tied up with a distributor and you decide you want this game, you can attribute that $1,000 to Pulp Fiction. I don't know if that means that... Uh, I haven't read the rest of the fine print here. Um, looking over... Hang on, let me pause for one second. 
All right, this was an important point, so I want to take a moment and read it. So this doesn't get you out of having to pay for that Cactus Canyon. What you can do is transfer your $1,000 that's tied up in Cactus Canyon to Pulp Fiction, get your Pulp Fiction, then when your Cactus Canyon is ready to ship, they will then ask you for the full price, including that initial $1,000 that you had put down. Um, So it's a way to kind of shuffle the money right now, but you're still going to have to come up with it. And there's an agreement here that says it's binding that if you then sell your spot for your Cactus Canyon or don't otherwise... uh, uh, come through with that when it's ready to ship. If they haven't already, they would cancel your Pulp Fiction order. So um, I, I don't know the utility of this. I guess it would save you $1,000 now if you were still planning on going on both of these games. Um, but interesting that they've done that. Um, what I haven't seen uh, is exactly what is going on with expectations of when this thing is ready to ship. Are these in boxes and ready to go out like a Jersey Jack or Stern does with their reveals? Or is it going to be like Cactus Canyon where a year from now you can still be waiting only now you have, well, I guess you wouldn't have two deposits tied up, right? It would just be one bouncing back and forth between games. Either way, that is up on the website if you want to see it. Let's get back to the game for a minute, though. Let's just talk about this game. Uh, it looks like they've got over 250 callouts or lines of dialogue from the film, and that looks like the majority of what you're going to get. Given that this is that alphanumeric display, there's no dot matrix display like a 90s game. There's no LCD screen like a modern game. They're promising modern gameplay in a retro package, and at least they they came through with a price that's under ten thousand dollars. So for once, let's at least you know applaud them for not going completely insane with this. Um, you know, given that you you'll be playing this, uh, they did go through the uh, the the matrix that gives away you know the modes. There's multi ball modes in here. There's four or five different modes. There's two mini wizards and one wizard mode. I'm not going to go through all that or, or everything, but let's look at the play field here for a little bit. Let's get to what this game's going on. Um, where should we start? Let's start at the bottom. So a two flipper game. Um, the art's got, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a matrix kind of display of different uh, you know, bonus point values over the gun. You got art of the uh, central characters to the film. Uh, single in lane, single out lane, fairly basic design uh, down low, uh, scoop in the lower left area beneath that Royale with cheese. Scrolling up on it, it looks like there's fill lines as if this was a 3D print, but it is uh, full featured with... Uh, with paint and everything. So I don't know if this was like a resin cast with the low resolution cast that they did, or if this is a 3d printed with integrated colored plastics or painted afterwards. You'll have to see when you get one in person, a couple of stand up targets down there on the left. And then let's see how many shots are there. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six with a spinner. And I don't think that's another one over there on the left. So six main shots. Um, looks like there's uh, two orbits, each with a heart spinner on either side. Uh, looks like there's uh, two different graphics of the different sides of the heart on either side of the spinner. So maybe when it spins, it'll have a beating effect. Is that how you're going to deliver the adrenaline shot to Mia's chest in, during that mode? Um, next to that, there's uh, what looks like one, two, three in-lane drop targets. You know how much I love those. Um, and followed by, looks like a Vuck at the bottom, at the back there, that will shoot it up into a wire form that disappears behind the back of the play field. Looks like it comes around to a little ramp on the right underneath the briefcase um, follow along people at home if you have this picture up uh, next to that there is a shot that goes behind this pawn shop uh, sign which has uh, three drop targets in front of it looks like you can drop those lock a saucer in the pawn shop or shoot behind it that's where the three pop bumpers are and this is the area where it looks like you plunge and the ball will enter the play field up there at the top there's rolling lanes and between uh, the, the two middle posts there that middle rolling lane does have a saucer that's listed as the big kahuna bonus saucer. So I guess when that's activated, you can shoot up there and then try to get your ball to stop in a saucer. Stop me if this game is sounding familiar to one I just reviewed earlier today. Um, on the right, looks like there's one drop target into another saucer. That looks familiar. 
Um, I think what I'm seeing here is a, a kind of simplified version of Bond 60th um, with some actual sculpts in it and a Vuck in the back. I think the gameplay is going to be of a similar category. Um, this game, though, comes through at half the price fully loaded. Um, and it looks like if you're a fan of the movie, which I am, this would be fun to play. And again, I'm going to, you know, if I'm coming down on it now, I'm not reaching for my wallet. Um, I don't know when I would get this game if I did order. Maybe the distros will know more and we'll find out some more information soon. Um, but watching the video, that uh, briefcase sculpt in the right upper back by Vincent there does spin around, open up and show that uh, golden light um, on Vincent's face from the movie. You know, so that was great. So a two spinner game, uh, pretty normal layout down below. There is a scoop. Um, otherwise it's stand up targets, some drop targets, then inlines and such. So it looks like, you know, the kind of game you could play with four people in another 20 minutes and, you know, have a beer at the, at the bar. And that looks completely appropriate for that. Um, for my home, um, something like this may not hold my interest for a, a deep amount of time. Um, so I don't think I'll add this to my home arcade it does look cool though. And at least it's under 10 grand. So good going there. 9,500 fully loaded with that topper. The topper does look cool. So check out the video, everybody. I'll throw a link on the Facebook page. Let's move on to the next, uh, big drop that happened today. And that's the leak, the leaky faucet, more information from galactic tank force. Now over the weekend, um, they have been releasing finally information. It's been preceded by leaks though. This is a, a leaky sieve is what we got going on here. American pinball. I don't know where this company is at with regards to their release schedule. Um, we don't know when we're going to expect to hear anything. I've heard March 17th thrown around. Um, what the heck day is it today? 13th. So that would be next week. That would be in time in time for Texas. I'd have to check my calendar. Um, but who knows at this point? Uh, American Pinball doesn't seem to be following what all the other companies are doing. I hope uh, they are, in fact, a company <laughs> and not just a, uh, you know some sort of a, a pinball conglomeration of um you know, people is you know sitting around and, and bolting these things together. It almost seems like more like they're a hobbyist group at this point. Um, nevertheless, this game is <laughs> leaked out. I have a high resolution image on the play field. Um, you know, thanks Canada for alerting me to this. It's where I saw it first. So you get the credit, sir. Give yourself a pat on that back of yours. Um, where do we start with Galactic Tank Force? I mean, do we start with the tank? Have you seen that? Um, this fully featured version apparently will come with the plywood cutouts rimmed with LEDs with full graphics of tank treads that magnetically attach to the legs on either side of the cabinet. And, oh, let's speak about that cabinet. Um, that back glass will fold down, and there's a full gun turret on top of it. This matches the, the rumors we had been hearing of Galactic Tank Force looking like a tank when it's all folded up. And, you know, you know how often we fold up our pinball machines, you know, in, in a state where you're not able to play it at all. Nevertheless, uh, it's, it's definitely weird, and I'm one dude that's down with weird. Um, what I'm trying to figure out, though, is if I order this deluxe edition, does it come fully assembled like this? Do I have to assemble it? Is there a separate box? Do I need to get a dolly or escalera to take it down the stairs? Or do I just climb inside the cabinet and drive it down myself? What? Galactic Tank Force. All right. GTFO. Uh, starting at the bottom, um, two flipper game. Is there an upper flipper in Galactic Tank Force? I don't think I've seen one. Unless it's hidden there somewhere, this is a two-flipper game um, with uh, single in-lanes, single out-lanes, but some really cool little plastic sculpts that are not plastic sculpts, plastic plastics that sit over the uh, 
The slings on the other side. Two women, one armed with a laser gun, the other armed with a dead stare uh, and some kind of ice crown. Is this like Space Elsa? I, we don't know anything else about the story of this game. Um, underneath, however, the flippers, there are these two uh, uh, switches um, with uh, rails up that you can roll over. It looks like uh, in the middle there under this uh, you know, atomic shield defense, uh, this is probably a pop-up ball saver um, like we've seen on some other retro games. Uh, retro real retro games so it looks like if this ball save is up and your ball is sitting down there and you lift a flipper it'll then roll down one of these lanes and you know perhaps that'll be uh, how you can affect modes oh my goodness all the way down at the play field i'm just seeing this there's a little ufo with a green light and a cow underneath it i'm glad they snuck that in there the cow looks like he's on a space planet though i need to know more information about this game american pinball would you release like what is the heck is actually going on with this or walk us through it um because this is all over the place there's space there's tanks there's ice cream there's elsa um what else do we have um i don't know if i'll do a whole shot by shot breakdown but this is the first day i've actually been able to see up close this play field um what i have noticed though is they've gone ahead and stuck in their own pin stadiums here and actually looking at how um mechanistically they attach here in the back i think they kind of they look very similar to pin stadiums. Um, I can't tell if there's any interior art blades in this design at all, but this will make this whole thing glow pretty good. So this will be a pretty looking game. Um, let's see if there's an orbit around the side, three pop bumpers in the back, this major mech of the uh, spaceship uh, with stand-up targets. Looks like it drops into the play field to open up and you can shoot through there. I like that. And uh, they have a plastic ramp to wire. Where's this other wire coming from up in the left here behind Potnik's uh, jackpot lab? Uh, oh, it looks like there's a VUC back there that drops into the, the plastic trap. Okay, more plastic traps, more VUCs. There's a lot going on in the back of this play field. Exciting game to play. Probably even better game to drive around the living room pretending you're a tank and shooting stuff. I want to see more information. There is at least a full LCD screen. So that's all about, I can say, on Galactic Tank Force. We don't have a price. We don't have a date. We don't have addition uh, sizes. Um, what does the topper do? Is the topper removable? Um, is the topper going to hit my drywall when I flip the thing up if I want to play it? All of those questions are still pending. But at this point, we've got at least the release of all the major uh, games now that we, we know of, right? Everything from Queen all down through to Pulp Fiction. Man, Pin March is nuts. Are we going to see all these games in Texas? What's going to happen the next few weeks? It's blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind almost more than the the, the searing retinas I'm getting from staring at this uh, Galactic Tank Force high-resolution photo with all the greens and the purples and the ultraviolet. I'm going to have to put on some SPF. I have one more thing I still have to talk about today. Man, this is a marathon day. Do you guys remember that game that Jersey Jack released called Godfather? I mean, it's been out forever now, right, it seems? <laughs> I've played it twice now. I actually went back into Madison, back to Blue Moon. Uh, great place to go. We got some food this time. Um, the grill is legit. The bar setup is great. And they have a rotating uh, barrage of uh, top-shelf games. The only pro they have is a Stranger Things, if that speaks to the quality of what they got. The LEs are in there. I was told that there'll be a LE Foo Fighters here at some point. There'll be a Pro Foo Fighters sometime, like, maybe this week. Um, they're doing a Pro League on Wednesdays. Just It's going off in Madison. If you're, you know, within 200 miles, like, stop by this place. Um, tell them Don's sent you uh let's talk about godfather i played it twice what do i think i think it plays like a jersey jack machine i think it's better than toy story i think it's about as good as pirates play wise um theme wise you know i think it's about the same as pirates look so with regard to the godfather theme if i can for a second if you were to take 
like, let's say, Toy Story, and we're looking at theme integration here. If you took the Toy Story theme out of Toy Story and you laid down a generic, you know, carnival game, carnival pinball game, the pinball game, and left everything else mechanistically the same, the virtual pinball portion and all that, I think you'd still have about the same game. So I would say that there was, you know, kind of a light frosting glaze of theme integration to Toy Story 4. I think there's more of it to Godfather. I think, Godfather, you are playing a mobster game. You are a character in that world that they have created, in that mobster world. Um, There is a lot more integration, though, of the Godfather theme in Godfather than there was for Toy Story and Toy Story. I think if you remove the Godfather theme and just dropped in, um, you know, just just switch it, made it Goodfellas or something, I, I think you'd still have a game, but the five families thing that you start with wouldn't really make a lot of sense, you know? Um, so, you, you know, you wouldn't have that. Uh, you, the scenes from the movies would be different, so you would lose that. Um, you know, horse head shooters, I guess, you know, is another integration. I think it's in there. The theme is in there. This is, you can tell this is obviously a Godfather father theme um my wife who hasn't seen the movie since you know 30 years ago um you know believed and said you know this game feels like godfather to me so you know i get it it's not you know we're not sitting in a, a maroon play field here you know and everything's dripping with burgundy you know there's lights in here and there's action they made a pinball game um but the theme is entrenched more than it is there uh, i think if you took pirates and if you took the pirates of the caribbean disney's pirates of the caribbean theme off of there and just dropped in a generic this is a pirates pinball game i think you could still kind of play the same game so i think the theme integration for god Father is more intense um, than it was in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Definitely more than it was in Toy Story 4. Now, conversely, if you were to look at a deeply theme-entrenched game that Jersey Jacks produced, Guns N' Roses, if you were to remove all the Guns N' Roses theme from that machine and just drop in, this is Rock Band the game and you need to get these characters to the concert, um, th- there wouldn't be anywhere to go with it. It would just be ramps and shots. But what music would you use? You know, so I think it's, uh, you know, from the theme integration spectrum, I think it'd be super deep with Guns N' Roses, fairly shallower with uh, Toy Story 4 and Godfather between Pirates and Guns N' Roses, I would say. So um, I think it fits. I think it's good. Um, Shot wise, the game's fun. I mean, you can really appreciate all the diverters, especially as you're playing. And, you know, the shot that you hit up into the ramp that you think is going to come to your flipper, all of a sudden it comes down a drop ramp and it's heading straight down the middle. So react, dude. Um, you know, the gangster part up there is fun. Uh, it sounds like uh, now that I've got to play it more, um, when you hit the, the central figure up there, the God, the, the capo guy, um, he changes his name like each time must be different characters from the different movies. I've only seen the first one though. I did see it recently. Um, you know, otherwise I do like the wire forms, especially that one on the right that comes straight down and hits that stand up target. I have noticed that sometimes it comes down, hits the stand up target and then just kind of rolls to your flipper leisurely. Other times that thing hits it dead on and it comes firing down there. So you do have to be ready for that or maybe keep a flipper raised. I want to get more games on it. Um, I did have a, a mini blow up when I, uh, hit about three different multiballs and then I was about to start the five families multi-ball and then uh, the early code peaked in. So during certain modes, if you drain, the ball notices that you drain but doesn't really do anything about it. So that'll probably be in the next code update. If it happens to you, the way to get out of that is just a tilt out. Um, otherwise, you know, it's fun. You know, you play it and every now and then you hear that, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. And you're like, oh, he said the thing. That's exciting. So I think as far as the theme integration mode, it's not as deep as Guns N' Roses for sure, but it is better than some of the other ones, particularly I'm thinking Wonka. Um, if you were just to remove Wonka and drop really any theme in there, I think you'd just have just about as much fun. Um, and that's because there's no songs that you'd be missing or anything. 
Um, so I think that's enough for today, man. Looking over these play fields, check them out. They're online. Um, pretty easy to find. At least Pulp Fiction has been officially revealed and we could take a look at it. Let me know in the comments what you think. And also head over to Don's Pinball Podcast Facebook page. Click a follow on there. I'm also selling my t-shirts. Man, people loved seeing these things in person. Um, I was handing them out left and right. I was selling them to people. I was giving them away. Check them out. I've got two pictures um, on the Facebook page right now of each version of it. And I'm offering $25 to ship this thing to you anywhere in the United States. I'm losing money on the deal. Get yourself a cool t-shirt. Get yourself with something a step above just a, a you know, plain graphic or image. I mean, this is a custom graphic I had done online. I think it's cool. I wear these things around. People dig them. Uh, people that aren't even into pinball, some old lady at a gas station was like, what is that shirt there? And I had to explain what a podcast was to the old lady. And she said, that's wonderful. And then I think she might have been inebriated a bit. But, you know, go talk to strangers, man. Strangers will be your next best friend. Go buy one, 25 bucks. Email me, donspinballpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll send you a PayPal link or a Venmo link or whatever the heck, and I will send this out to you. Um, let's hit it. Oh man, my mind is pinballed out. I've been like at Louisville all weekend. Here news is dropping all up on my head and I'm dropping the news to you like I do. Man, get yourself a martini or something. Let's see what else the week brings to us. Later, everybody. Be cool.